listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. Today, we have such a special show for you. It is just filled with hope and joy. Not that all of our shows are. <laughs> I was going to say, what show do we do that is not filled with hope, hope and joy? It's the Hope and Joy hope half and joy. hour hope here and joy. on That's The Voice the, of Charity. That is the new shame, name of our show, Hope and Joy. Um, and our co-host, Marie Jokum, is playing a special role today. She's really a guest along with our colleague Mary Lou Gonzalez to talk about uh, Catholic Charities' work in getting vaccinations mm-hmm. to for COVID-19 to needy communities and, and hard-to-reach folks. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Those of you who listen regularly <laughs> know that Marie handles all of our transitions here because she's better at it than I am. It's false. That's false. And so it's it's going to be a tough one today. I'm in charge of some of the logistics. So <laughs> just know that you can watch us on Facebook at Catholic Chicago and also on YouTube at Catholic Chicago. And then we know some of you are listening on WNDZ 750 AM. And we're grateful that you're tuning in today with us on this beautiful day. Just so, one little one little thing. Uh, it's Marie, actually excuse me. <laughs> guests are not allowed. It's to actually speak. on Facebook. It's the Archdiocese of Chicago's website. Oh my! Just so that you can w- find us live there. But good job, Bridge. You're doing a great no, job. Clearly. <laughs> All right. Well, um, moving on. Um, so in recent weeks, Catholic Charities has worked with the City of Chicago, a number of health providers, and community organizations to host ten public vaccination events. These events often have been held in neighborhoods that have been hit the hardest um, in terms of the number and severity of COVID-19 cases. So Marie Jokum, our co-host, has been leading this effort um, and is going to share much of what's been happening. And also joining us by phone is Mary Lou Gonzalez. She's been a guest here before. Catholic Charities Southwest Regional Director, who has helped coordinate a few of these recent vaccination events. So uh, welcome, Mary Lou. Good morning. Good morning, Marie. You're doing both today. <laughs> we, we wear a lot of hats at charities, as you yes, know well. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So does Bridget. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Marie, let's start with you. Let's get the facts. Sure. Um, what, first of all, what is our goal? What is Catholic Charities' goal in helping to coordinate these vaccination yeah. events? Yeah, you know, it, what, I, what I love so much about doing this work, one, is it brings us together with the community, but two, it's so rooted in our history. So when Charities started uh, just over 100 years ago, it was in the midst of the Spanish flu. And at the time, Cardinal Mundelein said to, um, to the business people of Chicago and also the sisters and religious communities that we're going to open our doors and we're going to let people in as a church and we're going to say we're here to help you. 
And that's what we're doing. That's yeah. it. That's that's what we're doing. What we know we have are three things. Mary Lou has heard me say this a hundred times, so she's probably sick of it. But we have three things at Charities. We have the doors to open. We've got buildings in communities. We have the volunteers who will show up, whether that's a community member um, who, who lives in that area or someone who's driving an hour to come. We have volunteers committed to this effort. And then we're a trusted space. That's the third thing. Our mm-hmm. clients, our communities understand who we are. They know how to come to us. And so for anyone experiencing vaccine hesitancy or concern about um, the access and what that might mean, we're able to be that space. So those are really the things that we can provide. Um, and I, I would say that I'm learning the importance of a fourth thing, which is our deep relationships already in the community with community partners and clinics. And so those things come together and we're just really here to open our doors. I I will say you are being modest on one front and, and Mary Lou would be similarly modest, but the amount of coordination that goes into these events um, because you and Mary Lou have been leading them yeah. is not insignificant. No. Um, so we do have all those things, but someone yeah. has to make all those puzzle pieces work. It's and I true. know you've been spending many a day and weekend <laughs> on the phone talking with partners, making sure everyone knows what's what. So um, that logistical and coordination of partners is also a real strength of charities. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit, how many events, how many vaccines? Sure. So we started this effort a few weeks ago, actually a month ago. Mary Lou's event, which we're going to talk about, was the first. That was the Kickstart um, event. And so to date, we've administered just over 2,000 doses. We have a scheduled, uh, we've scheduled 5,500 more doses, but a lot more to come. This morning I was on the phone with a partner um, for events to be scheduled in the next month or so. So that number is constantly changing, but really with the focus on community and those communities most in need. So to be clear, since we're not a medical provider, Catholic Charities (laughs) is doing all of this with partners. Yep. Tell us a few of those partners. Yeah. So we um, are so grateful to the city of Chicago, the Lake County Department of Public Health, um, the Cook County Department of Public Health, Northwestern Medicine, Erie Family Health, Access Health, uh, Friend Health, the Southwest Organizing Project, Rush, Heartland. Kind of the, the partners are numerous. Yeah. We do not administer shots. And so we could not do this work without those people. Right. And um we are actually see guys i'm so bad at these no you're good at it you just did a great job i looked at the clock and then i looked at my next question (laughs) and i'm like we don't have time for this um friends we are going to take a quick break here and when we come back we will continue talking vaccines and community health and hope and joy with our guests marie jokum and mary lou gonzalez adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. 
This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination, and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Good morning, and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking all things vaccines. I know, I know, it's You're confusing. introducing yourself. Sorry. It's very odd. Sorry, I'm stopping. You should have let me do that. <laughs> the, the producers in the booth are like, we have lost control of these two women. It's not the show. first time, for sure. <laughs> it won't be the last. Um, friends, if you're joining us mid-show, we are talking with Marie Jokum, who is our co-host on the radio show, but is leading our vaccination effort. And our colleague, Mary Lou Gonzalez, who is the regional director in our Southwest Regional Office. And we are talking vaccinations because there is hope at the end, mm -hmm. light at the end of this tunnel. And Catholic Charities is once again playing a role in making sure services and access to the vaccine get to some of our neediest neighbors. So, Marie, um, Mary Lou, we'll get to you, I promise. <laughs> Marie, tell us what populations were prioritizing and the kind of feedback you've been getting. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and it was funny, too, if you were, were listening, you were able to hear just before we came back, Cardinal Supich talking about yep. the importance of getting the vaccine. He's gotten the vaccine. He urges all to get the vaccine. Um, and and really what what is in line with that is this idea, like we've talked about this show all of the time, is accompaniment and bringing services to people who are most in need. So some of the things that we hear as sort of barriers to receiving the vaccine are location, language, access to computers and phones, uh, fear, sort of unknown. Um, and so we have been very intentional about focusing our efforts along with our community partners, but focusing our 
efforts on the Latino community, the African-American community, seniors and veterans, and the homeless. And so we've gotten great feedback, and I'm sure Mary Lou can share more when we get to her when I stop talking. Um, (laughs) Really positive feedback from people saying thank you. Thank you for being the space I know I could come to. uh, specifically know one client of ours, um, a gentleman who accesses food at our supper saying, I feel better knowing that I could come to the place where I eat every day and get my vaccine. Yeah. I feel safe. The nurses were great. The doctors were great. My social worker was here. So just that sense of this is okay and, and there is hope at the end. It's right. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, Mary Lou, let's talk about, um, Marie mentioned St. Gall's Parish, where your office is and where you've been part of the community for a long time, was really our first event, Mm -hmm. and you played a key role in that. Um, How many community residents were vaccinated? Um, And thank you for having me, first and foremost. I just wanted to say that. And Marie, thank you for doing all the stuff that you do with the coordination of this vaccine events that are taking place throughout the city of Chicago and beyond. Um, To answer your question, Bridget, for St. Gall, we had 500 vaccines given, 500 doses, and every single one was used. I need to preface that. Every single one was used. Yep. And... Um, Mary Lou, can you build a little bit on what Marie shared? Because you're in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, what went into getting the word out um, in Gage Park and making sure people knew we were doing it? Um, who was eligible? Spreading the news? What went into that? Um, well, <laughs> a lot of moving parts. Um, <laughs> a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, I think the most important thing that Marie is stressing is the partners, right? Those collaborators that are an integral part of the community. Um, you know, from those that are the medical the medical field yep. that is actually administering the vaccine plays an important role because they're the ones that have the nurses, right? So the wheel turns very quickly when you begin to do these events. And it turns quickly because you have to really make sure that it happens, number one, because if it doesn't, then those vaccines are no longer any good. Right. Um, so in St. Gall in particular, 500 vaccines, we decided, Catholic Charities played an integral role in deciding who would get, who would be the priority. Yep. And our priority was the seniors for that specific zip code, which was the hardest hit during COVID. Well, we're still in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hardest hit were the seniors. So we focused on those seniors. So 250 vaccines were given first to seniors. They were the priority. Advertising, no need. Yep. We literally had the ministers of St. Gong were informed, were sent a link, and they got the word out. Yeah. And they knew. They knew exactly who to go to. They knew exactly who to, uh, who needed it most. And phones started ringing like crazy. <laughs> in 48 hours, in less than 48 hours, the 250 allocated for seniors was filled. 
It's really incredible. I know I'm I know I'm not the host of a guest. I've never had a guest like this. Sorry, I'm so sorry. But <laughs> I just keeps like it's not your show today. It's not your show. I just like it's incredible to me to think how quickly those slots went because of the community efforts. And I just I wanted to raise that up. Yeah, sorry. No, it's so true. And and anyone who listens to this show knows like we're always talking about relationships, mm-hmm. but it's what matters, right? Like right. we do it, we know it from our own lives. If you mm-hmm. hear from someone you trust and respect that this is a good idea or, you know, um, you know, they've got yeah. great bananas yeah. at this corner store. We all rely on <laughs> yep. our trusted relationships to navigate our world. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we return, we will talk a little more with Marie and Mary Lou. are often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal? Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we began adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Bridget Murphy talking with, oh, I'm not going to let you do it, talking with Marie Jokin <laughs> and Mary Lou Gonzalez, who are leading Catholic Charities vaccination efforts in um, hard-hit communities in terms of COVID-19. So before the break, we were talking about the importance of community partnerships and trust in the community. Mary Lou, tell us a little bit more about the St. Gall, the regional office um, that's in St. Gall and the role that plays in the community beyond um, the vaccine rollout that we're doing? Well, you know, Marie keeps stressing relationships, and you both do all the time, and that's wonderful, because really 
That is exactly what exists at St. Gall. Catholic Charities is an integral part of that leadership within St. Gall. We are considered, in many ways, part of their team. And that's where the trust comes in, right? Um, The trust to be able to give you the keys to the church and not question you as to what time you're bringing them back. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're bringing them back. If you're bringing them back, exactly. You know, and I do think that that's, that's an important element to raise up because it also communicates to the larger community, to the larger partners. You know, the partners could have gone directly to the church and said, we want to do a vaccine site. But they knew that with Catholic Charities in the mix, that it would happen in a much easier way. And because we do respect the mission of church, because we are also about mission. Yep. You know, it's it's both and. It's You can't separate the two. We try our best to make sure that the mission of faith is alive and well. Right. And um, we uh, Marie mentioned uh, Cardinal Supich's um, uh, sort of PSA there about the um, vaccine. And we should mention that the Archdiocese has done so much education around why the vaccine is important. Um, I've fallen in love with this phrase. um, You know, they say getting the vaccine is an act of love. And um, I think that's right. There's a Mm -hmm. common good to getting the vaccine, to wearing a mask, to all the um, public health guidance that we're being given, that it is an act of love and an act of community to observe those things. And I'm, I'm probably preaching to the choir in terms of our listeners, but we want to acknowledge the leadership the Archdiocese yeah. has shown on this front, because that that no doubt impacted um, a, a number of people in the Gage Park community. Um, Mary Lou, what was, is there a moment, is there um, a person you remember in line for the mm-hmm. vaccine. What was a really gratifying moment for you as someone who had to arrange all of this? Well, I have to say, I mean, we just finished the second dose on Saturday, right? right? Um, and we had one, one vaccine left <laughs> that the person did not, the, the designated appointee did not show up. As we are learning, you know, vaccines that they're not used, they have to be thrown out. Right. Um, the company that comes out and does our cleaning or disinfecting within, she, I said, are any of you not vaccinated? And they turned around and one of them said, yes, I am not. I said, do you want it? And she said, yes. That was the most telling moment where you kind of go and you go to the nurse and you say, we have it. We have one person. So literally, she got the vaccine. That's fantastic. And I have to say, I've been fortunate enough to be at some of these events. And the, the gratitude of the people who are getting the vaccine, but also the collegiality and the I keep saying joy but there really was there is such a sense of joy at these events even among Mm -hmm. the partners I mean these health partners have been doing numerous events and you'd think it would get old yeah and it doesn't I know I know at the first round at St. Gall when you gave the last vaccine there was a huge round of applause and I mean it's really it's just incredible to me that um 
even the partners feel as exhausted as they must be, feel so just full of community and, and full of joy around what's happening. And I, I just think it's remarkable. And um, so much thank you. You know, everywhere is thank you. Yeah. And one of our volunteers, when people were coming in for the second dose, which is another takeaway, he actually turned around and he said, congratulations. As he was doing the temperature check and people were being being let in, he turned around. He's like, congratulations, you're almost done. Oh. So I know good. I'm not supposed to be saying anything, but I'm just yeah. sitting here crying. <laughs> oh my I'm God. just sitting here crying. And, and it is. It's an act of love. The giving and the getting and the participating, it's an act of love. And, and uh, Mary Lou, you help make that love so visible and so possible. And I'm just really grateful. Yeah. And I'm going to stop I'm crying. Grateful. So, well... <laughs> We're never booking this guest again, by the way, because she keeps interrupting. Um, so we might as well give her a question because she's going to keep talking. Um, tell us what events are coming up. Yep. I know we're doing the second vaccine for our supper guests yep, today. Um, what else is on the yeah. horizon? Yeah, so a, a bunch of things um, planned and a bunch of irons in the fire. We have started... Um, a weekly clinic in Round Lake at the Schreiber Center, um, Catholic Charities' newest location in in Lake County, um, and that is serving 500 people 500 people every Saturday. So that's been a great partnership um, with Doctors Test Center and Lake County Department of Public Health. We're also in the midst of a six week clinic in West Humboldt Park. That at the end of the day, we'll have fully vaccinated 3,000 individuals, and we are working to. Um, and we're very close to bringing uh, vaccines in Cicero, the southwestern Cook region, um, and then also into the Austin community. So hopefully I'll be invited back and we can do more. Well, we you're not going to be invited back. Well, Mary Lou can come back. Uh, <laughs> we should say um, to our listeners, these events, while we do open them up to a, a kind of a curated waiting list, mm-hmm. um, we, we are not open to the public in the sense that we are targeting very specific communities mm-hmm. and populations. So y- you wouldn't look to Catholic Charities for a general vaccine. Correct. We want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. So talk to your doctor or continue looking online. Thank you for joining us for this special show. We really appreciate your tuning in, and we wish you a wonderful week from all of us at The Voice of Charity. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.